On this episode, we are taking on yet another book to Netflix adaption, Pieces of Her by Karen Slaughter. If this book or its Netflix series are still on your to-be-read list, we'd ask your zaddy witness protection officer to drive you on over to another episode. Welcome back to Page Rage. Welcome back, everyone. Had to get a sip of my coffee. (laughs) I have no caffeine and I have a small caffeine headache, I feel like. That's happening right now. Yeah, that was not going to work. I woke (laughs) up at 8 a.m. to finish this book series, so (laughs) I need all the help I can get. I went on a massive Bridgerton binge, but I'll hold off on it until you catch up. No spoilers. This is the only time I will ever say no spoilers on this show. But I'm just saying I have thoughts and notes. Can't <laughs> wait. Days. But on this one, we have some very special guests. Fellow bookstagrammers Hales and Jordy, aka Bobska Books on Insta. They always have great book content and fun book pairings, and we are so appreciative to have them on today's episode. Thanks again, ladies, for joining us. And just so you know, we always ask, what's your page rage of 2022? All right, I want to say thanks for having us on. Yes. Um, So I'm Jordy. I would say my page rage so far of the year is The Deep by Alma Katsu. There's supposed to be a horror book talking about the Titanic and ghosts on the Titanic or something. And the Britannica, and I was supposed to tie both of them together through some sort of story, but it just turned out to be just such a flop. Like, none of it made sense. The storyline was predictable. And, like, the only reason why I gave it a two is because it talked about mermaids. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, it was so that. disappointing. <laughs> my rage would be The Royals Next Door. I oh, my God. I read like, that one. Such a cute romance. I thought it was, like, okay, but was probably a hundred pages too long, I thought. And I yeah. I just wasn't in love with either of them. So that would definitely be my rage. And my rave though, I read Know My Name by Chanel Miller, which was so good. Oh, and The Silence of the Girls. So amazing. That's about the Trojan War, but it's all from the female perspective. Love. We're like going on Goodreads right now and adding literally right now. Yeah, it's so good. The Sounds of the Girls, My Bad, is actually about um, Achilles and his slave, but it's still the Trojan War. Oh, I had that on my list. It was already on my list. I was like, it's on my list. (laughs) It's so beautifully written. I need Goodreads to have a reminder like, hey, this is on your list. Maybe check it out. Like, if you haven't read it in like a month or something or like three months, that would be really helpful. Goodreads, if you're listening, we need it. Thank you. (laughs) that is a good idea should really give us a call at this point because we have a lot of ideas for them and (laughs) really missing out on some good opportunities have you tried story graph no we have not oh that one is so good and you fill out it's like a longer questionnaire with the rating and you can do 2.75 star yeah love Uh, that in our life yeah but yeah it's like you see pie charts and graphs of you know, how many pages you read versus books. The, That's like Ashley's like inner Virgo like is very intrigued. Yeah, <laughs> and it looks, so, it looks so pretty. And it breaks it up into how many historical romances you've read, how many horror and thriller. It's so right. cool. I love that. Kat, we might have to check that out. Yes, yeah. they had me at graph and pie charts. I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was like Ashley's Virgo is showing her real hard. <laughs> I can't help it. I love it. I love it so much. Uh, also, with the Royals next door, I think the only piece of that I really liked is I just kind of pretended that's what actually happened with Harry and Meghan when they were just like in Vancouver yeah. <laughs> on that island. I was like, this is actually what happened and just let it be. But agreed. It was 
way too long, but I just let myself, you know, live that life. Well, let's get into this episode. Pieces of Her was released in August of 2018 and is one of the many thrillers in Karen Slaughter's collection. Andy has moved back home to Belle Isle after a less than successful stint in New York City. Back home with her mom, who lives a quiet life as a speech therapist, which I did go to college for, ironically. (laughs) Things take a sharp left-hand turn when a mother-daughter lunch turns into a scene out of Law & Order. Andy's mom, Laura Oliver, becomes a completely different woman and saves Andy's life and the lives of others. Well, with some ninja-like maneuvers. Laura's 15 minutes of fame spirals out of control and she panics and sends Andy on a quest towards a storage unit, an unknown location, and ironically also towards her own identity. We very quickly come to find that no one is who they seem and those Netflix TV binges around cult life may hit a little too close to home for Andy. All right, ladies, was this a rage or a rave for you guys? This was <laughs> not a rage, but not a full rave. It was a, Same. oh, this is like interesting. Same. And I think the whole time I was like, what is this build up? When are we getting to the point? What's the reason for all of this? And it just wasn't, it didn't meet my expectations. Yeah, I had high expectations because I love me some Karen Slaughter I mean, I read Pretty Girls and The Good Daughter, and both of those were a four or five rating. And when I read this, I was like, oh, okay, this is Yes, I I read, yeah, I read Pretty Girls. I loved it. And I was expecting the same kind of, like, grip and twists and turns and shock. And this was just like, oh, like, okay, okay. Yeah, Yeah, we got too much detail about irrelevant things in the book and not enough detail where we should have gone a little bit harder, you know, maybe into the cult life and some of their various shenanigans and things like that. I think that could have definitely added to it and just make this whole chase that Andy was on or, you know, this random drive through America that she was doing, just make it a little more pulse pounding. Like I need, I just need more things happening, uh, at least on my end. But I don't know if we're going to get to any of this later but I thought like the chase in the book or um, Andy running away was so much more intense than what was happening in the show and the show she goes from Georgia to Alabama and I was like wait a second and she just like stops there like (laughs) and then she goes back and I was like wait and I felt like we followed Andy a little bit more in the book than we did in the show oh I have lots of thoughts on the show and what happened yeah we'll get there in the mess of where we went (laughs) um but i agree i had high hopes because again like i said i love karen slaughter and she i've read two this is the third book i've read by her because i haven't had time but i put her in like a high category and this one was a little bit of a letdown but all in all i didn't hate it i didn't love it but i didn't hate it Mm -hmm. did you guys like the way the jump the book jumped back from 1986 i love non-linear timelines i love when books have that i loved how jane were like oh my gosh that's laura i love like that surprise i love i love trying going back and forth trying to figure out okay like who do these people actually correlate with but i enjoy it more when you don't know if it's linear or not so i Mm -hmm. think like in the show I think if I didn't know we were jumping back and forth I don't know if I would have necessarily recognized that it was the past we were going to at the beginning yeah and I thought that was cool what about you Ash oh yeah I mean I loved it you know anytime to get a glimpse of the wild 80s I'm here for it so 
And it, it was really interesting. I think in the book, though, you saw a lot more of Laura in some capacity. So I feel like when the mask dropped in the book and you found out who she really was, all of a sudden she's like, cops are pigs and like all this stuff. And you see how radicalized she still is. Mm-hmm. I don't know that you really saw that as much in the movie, but in the book, I thought at least that they did a good job. Like as soon as the mask dropped, the mask dropped. Whereas in the movie, she was still like, I don't exactly know who I am right now. So I thought that was really interesting the way they portrayed her. So you could just really see the lead up, the build up, what she, what just the conditioning in the eighties and then how she actually still is now. I say that all the time. I like when it flips into the background. Also, I love 1986. That was a good year. Zero was born. So <laughs> I didn't exist I'm, yet. So I'm partial. I can't confirm or deny, but sure. <laughs> I'm very biased to that year. It was a solid year. I think one of the things about the book that I didn't like rate it higher than a three is because I couldn't stand Andy. <laughs> like didn't like her in the book. Definitely didn't like her in the show. She just drove me insane. The book too. She was just like, what am I doing? Where am I going? Let me ignore every single thing yes. that my mother told me. Because why would I? Why would I listen to her? Let me just go do my own <laughs> thing. Meet these crazy people that I know nothing about and just mm-hmm. see if I survive. <laughs> yeah, I completely agree. That's one of my biggest pet peeves is when you know what you should do. Like the character knows they've been told what to do and then they just take it upon themselves to do the exact opposite. It's just so <laughs> frustrating to read that. Considering she was supposed to be in her 30s, I was like, ma'am, you're acting like you're 17. Please stop it. Stop it right now. You know better. You are a yeah. grown adult woman. Like stop it right now. So I think the problem is from the scene in the diner when the whole crazy happened and she was just like frozen. And in my head, I was like, okay, you're in shock. I'll like, let that ride out. You know, a mom's instinct is definitely going to override whatever mess you're in. But then as it kept going, and then when she showed up at Paula's house, I was like, what the hell are you doing at this lady's house? You saw this man come in, try and kill your mother. And he says this name and your first thought is I'm going to find her and go to her house. That would be the last thing I did. You never yeah. know what's going to come at you in Texas. Like, no. <laughs> Everybody got guns not. there. Correct. Like, are you completely stupid? So, well, uh, speaking of that diner scene, though, how did you guys feel when that occurred in the book and Laura just kind of, like, morphed into a superhero ninja out of nowhere? Were awful. their thoughts, feelings? Yeah, I thought it was I awesome. It. I loved it. I loved everything yeah, about it. Cool. I thought it was so cool. I wish I could be that awesome, know how to fight, defend myself like that. I was surprised. I didn't know. I've never read one of her books. I didn't read what this book was about. So when that happened, I was just like, (gasps) and I listened to the audio of this. And so that was amazing. Just like, oh, whoa, I can't believe that just happened. Here's what freaked me out. And this wasn't the this wasn't the book. This was when we were watching the show because it does happen relatively similarly. But I was watching with my boyfriend, John, and he was literally counting the bullets like how she does. And I was like, do I need to be concerned about you? And so that- <laughs> did he read the book? He didn't. He did not read the book. That's why I was right. looking at him like, where is this coming from? I was so confused when he did that. But I, I don't even know. He he gave me a sad reason. He was just like, when I was younger and all the school shootings were happening, I just learned how to do that just in case. Also, his family lives in like the sticks of New Jersey. So they, you know, they hunt and all that. So that's probably why. But I was just like, 
I was a little worried at first. I was like, do I need to know something about you, sir? Like, that threw me <laughs> off. Laura or him. That's so funny. I, I thought the scene was way more intense in the book than it was in the show. And right? I was expecting Agreed. more. Like, I, I thought it was, like, way too nice show. I read the book, and then I watched the show, and in my head, I was mo- the most disappointed about that. Yes. On top of the acting. Yeah. And then I kept thinking, wasn't there like a trachea that flew out at some point? Like, I thought it was yes, a little bit more yeah. graphic, like graphic. a piece of him. And she, yeah, like, it was so nice. Yeah, I, I was like, I, was I thought it was going to be more blood and gore. The way she like, acted, like, she was mm-hmm. badass in the book. Like, it was a complete mm-hmm. switch where you're like, what is my mother doing? Whereas in the show, it was just kind of like, you know, it could have been a gut reaction. It just wasn't the same. So I agree. That was one of the parts I was like, no, uh, I wanted more no. here. Also, was- I was like, that's not deep enough. That like, it was just oh. like, it was a surface level. I'm worried about this. <laughs> <laughs> I was chopping vegetables in the kitchen because we were like making lunch and I heard the scene like start to come up and I ran over because I was like, I know I'm going to want to see this. This is going to be an epic scene for the whole show. And then it was a letdown for sure. So what'd you guys think in the book? Like, did you see it evolving into that where she was, here's a makeup bag with a bunch of cash, go find this car to storage unit. Like, did you think it was going to go like so left? Yeah, I'll say in the book, they talked about when Laura did this, they were saying that it was murder. And I remember thinking, I didn't feel like it was murder like this guy just shot a bunch of people and he went to kill her and she just used that same weapon against him and so I was very confused as to why they kept trying to point toward murder for this whole thing and I think that's what led to us discovering everything else that happened because then she told Andy to run away and do all what she did so I, I don't think I was expecting it to go the way that it did but I was expecting something strange to be happening yeah there was just a sudden shift and so it, it, it kind of made sense that Laura continued that. I wasn't completely surprised since she had that, at least in the book, she had that like complete morph into somebody else. And then that continued. And so I wasn't 100% surprised, but I was very much like, where are we going with this? Like, what exactly is happening here? But I did also find it strange that they kept trying to pin like, oh, is she a murderer? She, she deliberately did this. There was like some kind of premeditation. I'm like, you're in a crazy situation. She was trying to literally save this restaurant. So I think you just get a pass regardless when you're in that kind of situation. But yeah, I thought that was a little strange. If I have a knife embedded in my hand, <laughs> seriously, seriously. Yeah. The show though did a better job than the book at making you kind of see with the law enforcement side of how it was a little gray. Like, oh, I mean, I totally understand you want to save your life. Could see, I thought the book made it seem very confusing. Like, oh, she's getting charged for murder for this. Or the show was like, oh, you can see why people would want to accuse her of it. Tensions were still very high, whereas in the show, it felt like it kind of de-escalated real quick. In the book, will you guys also like, okay, if you're hiding from all these people and suddenly you're everywhere on like every TV show, commercial, whatever, like her mother was acting strangely about Andy, but not about herself. Like you think like she would have been the one almost to be like, all right, I got to get out of here. Like we can't be here as a collective. We need to move. I thought that was the strangest part about it is suddenly your face is everywhere and you're you're fine. And it, there were just so many things in the book that didn't make sense that I do think made a little bit more sense in the show, but it was just very mm-hmm. odd. Yeah, I felt like the show gave a lot more background information. I think what the book is, Laura, 
wasn't as big of a character as it was for Andy because I did see that I don't know if she had tried to start this as a series which I don't know why because Andy sucks so she was like more the main character whereas in the show they cast Tony Collette who's a very good name and she became the whole main character of the show which I'm totally fine with because I love her so I think that was the big difference in the show versus the book But I mean, they had a ton of differences. I mean, even Nick was a completely different person in the show and the book. And I could totally see how he was Manson, like right around that kind of era with all the cult leaders. What did you guys think? Oh, yeah, he was. Oh, I thought they did such a good job Mm -hmm. in the show. You could see how well like he manipulated Jane into thinking she needed him and he was such a good strong man to be with and he had such a clear vision and the way he treated her and he just worshipped her and it really it would be easy to be manipulated by him i felt like in the show i wasn't expecting him to look so much older than the rest of them yeah that was like creepy. Felt, i was like you're 40 like, what are you vision. doing but no i i saw him much younger but i the one thing that i think they did a better job of in the book though was letting you in to see how smart he actually was in terms of the way that he was making these plans these escape plans the way that he made them drill and practice and honestly did save a good majority of their lives because of it even down to the fact that most of them didn't know each other's real names, like the penny nickel and all that dollar bill stuff. Like that was, that was so ridiculous with the change thing. I mean, it, it worked, but I was just like, Jesus, but I don't, I think you got to see more of that side of him in the book than we really did in the show. I don't think you got to appreciate how manip- manipulative and that he truly was a cult leader. Like you could see, see that in the book more so than the show. I mean, the army of the changing world was very much a cult. Oh, yeah. Very much. Mm -hmm. And so when the Secret Service or was it the FBI that came in in the book telling her like, hey, you're gonna end up drinking the Kool-Aid here. And she was like, it's cool. I like Kool-Aid. It's fine. (laughs) It's like, great. (laughs) Do you think like their purposes were good or ridiculous in the book? Yeah, from what I can remember, like, I feel like they did have good ideas they were just so radical about what they wanted it was like they almost took like a good thing and they made it bad by how they were trying to go about the change i completely agree i think that their purpose and their intention at least the beginning was good but the actions they took to try and rectify what they saw as an evil problem we're not the ways and the rational ways that you go about trying to enact change. So yeah, good intentions, very, very poor output. <laughs> that is not the way we go about uh, these situations. It almost makes me wonder if they just, yeah, they want to take on big pharma and all that. But really, I just feel like they all just want to kill Martin Queller. I mean, he That's, was awful. In he the was book. a terrible man. Truly he was a terrible man. Awful. I feel like the show did not do justice to how they horrible didn't. he was. They did not. I, it, it was like he was just a protective father. And it's like, that mm-hmm. is not the case. No, he was like a he rapist. Was. He was abusive. Mm-hmm. He was a horrible, horrible, horrible human. Horrible. But horrible. they had enough dirt on him, at least in the book, that they could have still gotten at least him thrown in prison. They didn't have to do it in this manner. That's that's what I'm saying. They had more than enough that they could have given to like the FBI to have him 
go through the judicial system. I wasn't that upset like when they killed him off when the lady started no, listing yeah. all her issues. <laughs> oh, no. she, I was like, yeah, she deserved that. Justified. But yeah. like, justified. <laughs> justified. Yeah. But correct? Yeah. Probably not. No. Oh, no that yeah, really no. that hit me in my heart. Oh. That was different between the two though also is because like in the book you saw that as truly her choice and she was completely at peace mm-hmm. with it. That's how she felt vindicated in that moment. In the show, I don't think you really got that. Yeah, she seemed so agitated, like, Mm -hmm. up there. In the book, she was very calm, and she had just accepted that's what she was going to do. I think the show did a disservice on that, for sure. Well, if you were Laura, and you had all this backstory... Would you have kept the secret from your daughter? Or do you think that you would have, in some capacity, tried to let her know what was going on? Personally, if I were to have done all of that, and I was in witness protection, I don't think I would want anyone to know. And if withholding that information could give my child like a normal life, as normal as it could be for him or her, then I wouldn't say anything. But I would also try to like train them just in case things did happen so they could protect themselves. I have a lot of feelings about the scene. If this was really big in the show, the scene where she's coming after she was released from prison and she's coming to pick up Andy crying that whole time because that's a huge traumatic event for a three-year-old and any kid that's removed from their home to go through. I would have a lot of feelings about that because you're her mom and the only mom she knows was yeah, Clara the ballerina. Yes. Um, That was really hard because I don't know what I would want for my daughter at that time. It's easy for me to say now, but that was really emotional. I don't think I would tell my daughter if I did take her. Yeah, I think it would have to be a situation where it's like, obviously you want them to lead a life as normal as they possibly could. But at least kind of, I think like you guys were saying, like give them a little bit of a heads up in terms of make sure that they can at least defend themselves or maybe even make sure they know, listen, your grandparents, you know, had some people that weren't super happy with them. Like look out for X, Y, Z. If some random man hands you a coin, run the other way. You know, like just give her some little tidbits of things to look out for. Um, There has to be, there had to be a better way than just to have her in complete darkness. I don't think you have to literally let her know, hi, you're in witness protection you have been your whole life, but give her a heads up so that at least she is not just a deer in the headlights with everything going on. Because I don't think that was fair either. There has to be a happier, happier medium. I thought about when in Halloween, how Jamie Lee Curtis like completely like trained her kid Mm -hmm. like from the jump. (laughs) And then Andy's like, sucks. Yeah. (laughs) There's gotta be somewhere in the middle. You don't have to be a firearms expert, but I need you to know how to shoot a gun. All right. Well, let's talk about the US marshals did you guys think that mike was a real u.s marshal how did you feel about that whole relationship with andy i thought in the show i was very torn because he was obviously very attractive (laughs) we call that a daddy on this podcast (laughs) and it's like obviously like if i were her i would also be like attracted to him but then it's like i feel like Coming from his perspective, I felt like he should have handled it a little bit differently. I don't think lines should have been crossed so quickly after they met kind of for the first time. But I did I did like the way that the show kind of portrayed everything. I don't know anything anything about witness protection pro <laughs> the witness protection program. 
But I feel like after this huge thing happens and she's on the run, I feel like he should have immediately been like, hey, I'm your protection detail instead of this weird secret thing because that's terrifying. Anyone being followed, that's completely terrifying. I think he should have immediately been like, here's my badge, here's all of this, you can trust me. Uh, I'm not letting you out of my sight because it's my job to keep you safe. I don't know. I feel like, well, obviously the mom, right? Laura knew who they were. But since she didn't know she was in witness protection, I think that that was tough. And in the book, it was obviously very different. Like it wasn't somebody that she knew since childhood. Whereas in the show, it was like one that Charlie that she knew since she was a kid. The other was a rando like that she had no idea, you know, but in the book, it wasn't it just wasn't that way. And so it was weird because in the book, you don't even find out until you're we're like in it, you know, we're very much in it before you even find out. And she sees his U.S. Marshal badge. And she's like, this is fake because Andy knows that. <laughs> she's like, I'm a cop because I work at this badge. Like, it was crazy. I was like, Andy, how would you even know it was a fake? Like, that was crazy. Yeah. I was like, you work in dispatch. Like, I'm not discrediting your knowledge, but no, like, stop it. And so that... <laughs> What about Andy's decisions even makes her remotely smart? It it didn't make any sense. But the one thing I did actually find really funny in the book was the interaction between Mike and Laura, like, especially at the end where she's like, I don't want my daughter dating one of you. Like, she was just so sassy about it. And I thought that was hilarious. But I think I like the way they portrayed the the two marshals and the relationships in the movie a bit better. But that that part was funny. But it was strange. It was so strange in the book. Again, yeah. like, what was the reason? What I don't know. <laughs> Listen, I love the bodyguard and that whole scenario just as much as anybody else. Like, but it's yeah. so weird. In the book, it was weird. In the book and in the show, she saw the dude, what is it, in the Alabama cap My outside cap. the hospital. And then she saw him in the bar and he played her. And I was like, you dumb ass. I would have been out of there so quick. He should have at that point been like, listen, I'm your mom's witsec. Let me give you a rundown. You're already in shock anyways, because you've been in shock since page one. First sentence. <laughs> so let's just like continue this going. I just didn't like Andy. I couldn't, I couldn't get behind her on any of her decisions. The whole time I was more worried about the money in the trunk than I was. Oh yeah. Absolutely. I was like, it's like I have full-blown anxiety about that money. I was like, God, if she gets that money stolen, I was like, she is screwed. I think in some cases, Andy was a little bit smarter in the book and that in some ways she was smarter in the movie. We'll give her that. Okay. She made better decisions in a couple different scenarios, but moving the money around in the book where she was putting it in different places, just so it wasn't all in that little suitcase, I think was much smarter in the book. Oh, in the yeah. movie, I'm like, you're going to carry around this bright blue suitcase full of money and just that is from the 1980s and my parents have those suitcases and if you breathe wrong those things <laughs> fall over yeah. like, <laughs> driving me crazy <laughs> yeah she she was completely unlikable you couldn't yeah. support her in the show when she went with jasper like after she had that meeting i can't remember if that actually happened in the book i feel like it didn't <laughs> no because jasper wasn't even a character why would you do that like why and just like, totally left mike and yeah left him left yeah. the guy that she knows everything yeah. your bodyguard like, what? but okay so back to just the overarching theme of this book once we're starting to get to the end, we realize that Nick actually radicalized every single sibling in the Queller clan. Were you guys surprised 
that literally all three of them played a role in their father's demise? No. I think it's amazing how much people can fall to manipulation, especially he was a very smart, intelligent man, which is unfortunate that he used his intelligence to be like this. So I I wasn't shocked. I think what got me is after we found out he had been raping Jane, and I feel like he's probably abused each one of his kids in different ways. I think one of the lines that got me, and I think it was Andrew who said it in the book when he saw him die, like he re-remembered that was his father. Like he forgot all the terrible things for that moment and was so struck that that that's my dad. And I was like, wow, just to like get pulled back into that emotion. That line really shook me because you think you completely forget all the bad things as soon as like a person dies. And I'm sure he was he was awful to all of them just to see that he orchestrated all this. And then just in that moment when he sees how it unfolded and then he's like, oh, my dad's dead. Like it really that that line really shook me that she wrote. Yeah, no, I yeah, that was that was hard. And I I think you see it a little bit in the way he interacts with all of them. You know, Jasper, Mm -hmm. he's very verbally abusive. I can only imagine how he was uh, with Andrew, especially knowing, you know, that he was gay and in the 80s Mm -hmm. and the kind of man that he was. I'm sure he was not down with that. So I can only imagine how terrible he was to Andrew. And then we of course, we saw little snippets of of his interactions with Laura or Jane or Jane, if you will. Um, I wasn't surprised at all. And I know that thing with Jasper was supposed to be kind of like, you know, a shock and awe moment, but I wasn't shocked at all uh, just because it, it, it was fitting and it felt right that Nick would have been like, he has a lot to gain from this situation. Let me see how I can worm my way in here and get some additional leverage. I just feel like it showed Jasper's inexperience that he didn't think in any capacity, you know, he could be recorded, he could be like double crossing him, like it just showed how young he really was. But what'd you guys think about the ending though? In the book. They go to the jail because that one is, is one of the biggest shit. Oh, yeah. Nick is in yeah. jail throughout this mm-hmm. whole book, and it's Paula Kunde who is actually the one enacting yeah. all this chaos. So Nick is in but he's in like a cupcake prison, Danbury, right? Like by where Orange is the New Black was. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, he's living the good life. And then they, Laura Jane, basically goes to the prison to get a statement from him, basically saying that he was the one who was telling Paula to do all these things. That's where they pull the piano in and they make it seem like he thinks it's his idea, but they were like playing him the whole time. He didn't know that Laura had already confessed to being the one to put the gun in purse and like that whole situation. (laughs) So I liked this ending much better than the ending in the show i thought it was kind of poetic i'm trying to think yeah poetic how she saw him for the last time but also like it was a little sad how even after all this time had passed he still had like a little bit of sway on her but i like how everything kind of wrapped up as much as it could in the book. I also liked the book a ton better. I thought the ending was very poetic. I liked how they pulled in how all her emotions came to the surface when she saw him again, because I mean, she was in love with him and that's hard something to give up. And for somebody to be that master of manip- manipulator, it's hard to let go of certain things. I like how she played the music because she hadn't been playing. Like you don't see her in present time playing any music. And I like that she got the one up on him. 
him. That was my favorite. I like that she finally yeah. got her justice and she beat him at his own game. Yeah, I agree. That that last little minute where you find out that the FBI already knew all the things that he thought he was getting out of her and she finally bested him. I think that part of this ending was mm-hmm. really good. Netflix dropped pieces of her based on Slaughter's book in March of 2022. It was largely filmed in Australia with Tony Collette starring as Laura and simultaneously holding all eight episodes on her back. For the most part, the show follows the book. However, we did take some tangents and also some side roads, but we ended up at the same conclusion. Kind of? I don't know. What would you guys think? Rage or rave? I kind of liked the show. I hate to say it, but I think I liked it more than the book. There were some things that I really didn't. Yeah, some things I was like, Mm -hmm. why did you have to change it? Why? I wish I just watched the show instead of reading it. I think it's not necessary to do both. I liked how things were handled in the book, but I liked the show better just because it gave you more of a full picture as to what was going on, whereas the book kind of left you in the dark for some things and I feel like questions were still left unanswered in the book Ah, uh, see I'm the opposite I like the book and I hated the show because I thought the acting was garbage I hated <laughs> yeah, the girl who the played fact. Andy she was terrible I hated the girl who played Jane also robotic as hell I, I was like you you have no emotion yeah ever in any scene she had ever done it was the same same voice very monotone i hated her my favorite part actually was when andy they did a flashback and andy was like a teenager in like runge wear <laughs> and she With just, a blue looked, like, <laughs> oh she just looked like a 30 year old woman wearing grunge wear i was like you didn't look <laughs> any younger like oh, yeah. the eyeliner i was dying yeah. was one of my, <laughs> she came on and i was cracking up i was not a fan i did like seeing gendry though from game of thrones i was like hey gendry, yeah. you guys got yes. it more work it took Little me a cutie. minute because I was like, why do I know that crazy yes. face under there? It just it was bothering me <laughs> for so long. Yeah. As soon as he popped in, I was like, Gendry, hey cutie. I was like, look at you. <laughs> took me a minute. Look at you all grown up and psychopathic. Look at you. Oh, the, well, the whole time I, I really wish Andy was played by Brie Larson. Who plays Captain that Marvel? Been so good. I was like, she She's looks a good just actress. like I could see her as the daughter the whole time. I was had to be like, oh, that's not Brie Larson. Why do I keep saying, thinking it was? The acting wasn't the best. Yeah, I really also don't like how their younger selves didn't look like the present day person. The girl <laughs> who played Jane versus who played Laura slash Jane no could not have looked uh-uh. any more. different. Yeah, any different. I and think Nick the grew like a foot. I was like, <laughs> yeah, and like. Gendry's like 5'9". He's, like, uh, he's yeah. a short man. He's not that tall. Uh, he, like, his features and everything were so much different than the older Nick. I think the only one they did good with was, well, I think Jasper. they did good with Charlie. Jasper. Yes, and Jasper. Jasper. Jasper was the best. Charlie was good, too. They were both so handsome. It was, like, so good. Yeah, I, I agree with a lot of what was said. I, I really did prefer the show because I think that even though there were some changes and there were a couple things that I liked better in the book, I think it made more sense in show form to have certain things happening, like to have Nick not in jail and have him actually be like the the guy, the the woods, the they that are like watching out there. I think that made a lot more sense, but I don't think they used him enough in the show. But I do agree that acting was a little robotic in some cases, but I think a lot of that was also you used, they used a lot of Australian actors because they filmed in Australia. And as soon as they have to do the American accent, it's like the emotion comes out of it. And I get that. That's hard. That's hard to do another accent that's not yours and still 
understand where that comes from. But that's kind of where I notice a lot of times is when somebody is doing a different accent, they don't know how to emote correctly. But yeah, the young Laura, she just she just had nothing. So that's not her she excuse. Was rough. There was nothing there. That was really rough for me. I couldn't, every time she came on screen, I was like, get off. I was like, this is just so bad. And it makes me very upset that you got this job. <laughs> I was like, and you're playing a young Tony Collette. You get that F mm-hmm. out of here with yeah, that, that nonsense. <laughs> I love Tony. <laughs> Were there any characters though, that you liked in the show that didn't really even get any time in the book? Were there any changes between book and show for you i feel like they showed a lot more of the marshals in the show and i honestly liked how we got more from them in the show but i was a huge gordon fan i, I like gordon. gordon too i like him. yeah he was probably one of my favorites yeah, he, did a good job. he did a really good job the actor i thought i loved his glasses i <laughs> Just thought he did a really good job as being a dad in the book and show. Yeah, I did. I, I like their relationship. I think two characters that were in the book that I wish would have played a bigger role in the show. And I guess maybe it's just I didn't feel like I got to know him was Clara. I really liked mm-hmm. how she looked at all her videos in the book and watched her be a prima ballerina. I really wish there would have been a snippet of that in there because I thought that was really pretty and kind of tied in how she found out her mom. I liked how she found out her mom was a pianist. I liked how that evolved into that. So I wish that would have happened in the show. And also, Paul Cundy. I liked how crazy she was in the book. Yes. Yeah. I thought it was cool as hell. Like, she was, I liked that she was a professor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Even if she was a bad one. <laughs> yeah. Like how nuts she was. And I really appreciated how they did her in the book. And I kind of, mm-hmm. I didn't like what they did to her in the show. I wish they kind of yeah. would have. Listen, I would have been happy if her, if her and Nick were somewhere in the woods being crazy together. I think together. they could have been together. Yeah. Like, I don't think that she had cool to be in prison. Because I didn't like that they didn't use her character and that she was just in prison because they didn't breed. She's crazy. Like, that can mm-hmm. just add a whole other level to it. Also wondering if they're trying to set up potential themes for season two, if they're going to. Tr- mm-hmm. It seemed like they were maybe thinking about it. So maybe that'll be more so what they do in season two. Yeah, because I liked in the book when her her and Laura Jane had it. And I'm just like, gonna call her Laura Jane. Yeah. Laura Jane. LJ. Yep. I was hoping they would have like another meet too in the show. Cause like I would have liked to see the showdown beat her ass. Mm-hmm. Like I would have enjoyed yeah. that. Yeah, I really wish they had brought that into the show. And I, I really think that Paula's character in the show did a really good job kind of showing that crazy that she looked like you know, her younger self too. Yeah. Oh, Job. Yeah, I thought I thought she was going to get out of prison somehow, and we were still going to see the scene between Laura and Paula and Andy. Yeah, maybe for season two, if there's a season two. And we were also thinking that maybe the dad, more of his backstory oh, yeah. and how terrible he was, comes out more in the second season. But sense. yeah, I also would want more from the cult aspect because I think they did a good job with the the timelines in the show. I don't think we got to see as much of the cult piece of it so I think in season two if they show a little bit more about like what was really going on and just a little bit more in depth there I think that could also add a layer of just understanding what Laura Jane was really involved in I think that would also be helpful and give a little bit more context because I do still think she came out looking a little too good considering the fact you know that she was really involved in this she was deep in I wish we would have seen a little bit more of the grittier side of Laura Jane like the crazy and also the badassness because 
because I feel like I didn't get enough. I, I feel like Tony Collette didn't pull a badass move in the show. I was kind of like let down by that. The whole yeah. time we were saying they didn't do a great job showing us like how she became such a mm-hmm. like a tough character. We're like, like where is all this training coming from? Well, I feel like they didn't really get into it a whole lot in the book either. It's you kind of just had to had to hit the I believe button. Like, oh okay, they were in this cult. <laughs> they were obviously trained in this stuff, but nothing really came out as to how like intensely they were trained. Because I was still by the end of the book and the end of the show I'm like how the heck did she get so good this hand-to-hand combat and being able to do all this stuff and even in the show you see Andy like at the beginning she has no idea what she's doing but I felt like in the show toward the end she was doing all this stuff like where she hides under the car when those two other people get shot and she was even more forward thinking and it's like where did that come from Mm -hmm. is it just like a survival instinct that kicked in or I don't know (laughs) when she got in the in the trunk of that damn car I was like Andrea what are you (laughs) why in the world would you do that that is the the dumbest thing like that's girl 101 you do not do that what are you I I can't even I literally cannot even speak she was so irritating in that moment unbelievable also guys just side note I felt bad, but I also laughed when in the diner scene, Siri gave that dude up. <laughs> like, oh, Siri, oh, remember? I was like, so sad. I was like, God damn it, Siri. It was so like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I like, Siri sold that man Technology out. strikes again. Yes. Siri sold that man out hard. I'm- Busted out laughing. I was like, oh, technology, the good and the bad. The good and the bad, for sure. One thing that I also thought was interesting in the show, but I kind of go back and forth. I thought it was interesting that we saw more with Laura's breast cancer journey in the show. But simultaneously, I don't know if it was needed. Like, I don't know if those moments were needed, but I do think Tony Collette did a great job with them because mm-hmm. the part where she was crying to um, that other cancer patient who had been moved to hospice and was like, I don't want to die in somebody else's skin. I will. I don't think I will ever get that line out of my head. Like that was so good. And I think that piece mm-hmm. of it added to the character, but I don't know if we needed, you know, as much there. I think we could have used those scenes for something else, but I did that part. That shook me. That was a beautiful part of it. Yeah, that. it was really good. Again, Tony Collette. I have no... <laughs> I didn't know she was Australian. I did not know that until right now. Young Tony Collette. I had a problem with. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Nothing. I felt like that, that scene we just talked about where Laura's crying to the other cancer patient. I felt the most during that scene as opposed to any other scene in the entire show. Yeah. And this was just such a side piece to everything that was going on. hmm mm-hmm. And I especially wish they would have done more on the Andrew relationship with her and him. And they kind of just kind of let that fall by the wayside. So I was kind of. Oh, yeah. His death in the show is so disappointing. I They just really messed it all up. It was very tragic in the book. And it was tragic in the show as well. But I felt so much more reading it than I did watching it. I agree. Same. Especially given that time period and the fact that he was dying from AIDS. And she didn't even know, you know, that he was gay. She had no idea. She thought it was drugs, which it also was. That moment when she, in the book, when she was in the hospital with him and would not leave his side and the fact that he held on until she like signed her plea deal or whatever I thought that was so Mm -hmm. powerful in the book and 
would have translated really well on the show, but I feel like they just didn't have time to even touch on that in the way they needed to. But again, there were a couple scenes we could have cut out and I would have much rather. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like if we're going to make this an, an eight episode show, you added so much more in that didn't even happen. Mm-hmm. You definitely could have. Done like a like, respectful. Yeah. And like they yeah. hinted early on in the show that Andrew could be gay, whereas in the book, I, I feel like that didn't come out until he was dying. Like, at least. And so I thought it was strange that they would then cut out the aid part. It felt odd, but I just truly think it was a time thing. I just don't think they could have done it yeah, that, correctly yeah, with the time they had mm-hmm. left. Yeah. Also, did anybody yeah. notice that he had also slept with Nick? Yes, in the show. Like, they yeah, got yeah. in there. I was like... And they kind of like touched on it in the book, like very, very briefly. But they were just saying like he was leading him on in the book, whereas in the show, it was like, yeah. no, they like had a relationship of some capacity. So I was like... If I had to share him, it would be with you. I was like, what? Like, this is weird. Yeah. Like, no. Sibling crossover. Yeah. I don't like, I don't like that. Yeah. I think that really showed too, like how far Nick was willing to go to try and manipulate them yeah. into doing whatever he mm-hmm. wanted. To manipulate two siblings into like, like being okay. Thing. Yeah. I will say one thing I was happy they didn't show was in the book with Andy at the very beginning when she like runs down the beach and then somehow runs back and then is like, oh, I'm going to get my bike. And then like there's this whole thought <laughs> process. I don't know if you guys caught that in the beginning, but I was like, what is wrong with you? Like we were... <laughs> We're 10 pages in and you're already dazed and confused. And I get you went through a lot that day, but like, my God, woman, like, let me run down the beach and then, oops, I accidentally ended up back where I wasn't supposed to be. And then let me grab my bike and then do it all. I was like, what? Why don't you just call Gordon and be like, dad, come get me. Gordon is the unsung hero of this entire debacle. Although I did not understand in the book, Laura was very adamant about him not being involved and then in the movie suddenly he has like a body in his back yeah like yes. laura would never <laughs> laura jane would not yeah i wasn't i wasn't a fan. <laughs> i wasn't a fan of that uh situation i don't think gordon should have been involved in that but gordon was her cleanup crew in the show for, yeah i didn't like that yeah. i didn't like that at all i'm glad he got yeah, a little more as a, attention but. and as a lawyer it's like yeah he definitely would not be nope. i mean maybe maybe he would for his the love of his life and his daughter but like yeah an officer of the law I don't think he be there I'll just pretend I didn't see this is she writing so when I looked on Goodreads it said book one of the Andy Oliver oh uh, no she tried to start it as a series but it this book came out four years ago and she hasn't followed it up and she's put out plenty other books since then so I don't know if it's going to come or if she's just gonna write it for the show I don't I'm not sure I haven't seen anything i haven't even seen that's gotten picked up for a second season i don't think it has yet but they definitely left it open so it could Mm -hmm. but they made some Mm -hmm. little inklings in the book about oh you'd be a great marshal and i was like would she literally she (laughs) lost she lost herself like 20 times you think she could be responsible for another human like that feels odd to me but i was like i don't need to see andy as a u.s marshal like that is not what i need to see in season two but is there anything you guys would like to see i would like to see something with paula (laughs) yes something with paula i think explaining how terrible the father was yeah Yes, I think. Honestly, don't think I would read or watch the second book or the second show. <laughs> I, I think I'd watch a few episodes just to see where it goes. I think this is one of the shows where I would have rather 
not read the book before watch the show because yeah. I think I would have been more interested and wanted to know like what the heck is happening who are these people why yes. what is going on who's 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 dying and why are they dying I think I would watch the second season but I don't know if I would read another book if it's mostly from Andy's <laughs> perspective I don't I don't know if I could do that <laughs> to myself again she was she's a lot Kat what about you <laughs> I would need a recast on quite a few people yeah. before I jump back in this. I really hated that girl who did Jane and Andy laughable. And also Andy should not be in charge of anything. She no. can barely be in charge of herself. So she needs time to figure out herself. Correct. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. She don't even have a job. Like no. she had to have been fired from dispatch. I'm at pretty point. sure. She went yeah. AWOL. Come on. That she went and visited a woman in prison. Don't even know her either. She, also, she, she did impersonated. All she, imper- she stole somebody else's ID and impersonated somebody else to see yeah, her in prison. Lawyer. What is yeah. happening here? Like, that like is- how did she figure out how to do that? And how did she get the how, how did Yeah, how did that I have no idea. Work? But then hops in a trunk. I will never be over that. That will never be okay for me. No. So I would need a recast before I dove back into that. That's fair. <laughs> Wish they would, instead of maybe extending into a second series of the same story, if they would just do different books by Karen Slaughter. So I would love to see a Pretty Girls. Oh, oh yeah, like I they agree. Do, I think oh. they should just do different books instead of trying to drag out I whatever. Agree. Story this is. I would love to see Pretty Girls. It was so good. So so I'm gonna need them to call me for casting because if they ruin (laughs) that book, I'm gonna be pissed. Oh my god. Mm -mm. All right. Well, I think overall pieces of her. I keep wanting to say pieces of me. Like I keep going to Ashley Simpson, and I haven't said it this whole time, (laughs) and now I almost did it. I almost did it. All right. But at any rate, I think. Overall, book and show, not necessarily a rave, not necessarily a rage. I think the show is definitely worth a watch. The book, I I mean, you could definitely read the book, but I think you could do one or the other. You don't have to do both. I think that's the consensus across the board, right? There are other better books from Karen Slaughter. Pretty Girls. Definitely read Pretty Girls. Yeah. Good Daughter. Great one as well. Yeah. Severe, severe rave. So, well, thank you again for joining us. We really appreciated having you ladies on. Definitely hope you come back. Mm -hmm. Yay. Congratulations on your first podcast episode. All right. And then to all of our listeners, of course, please check out their Insta at Bobska Books for a ton of great recos and fun book content. But at any rate, we want to hear from you. How did you feel about Pieces of Her and its Netflix adaption? Email us at hello at pageragepodcast.com or DM us on Insta at pagerage underscore podcast. And of course, please subscribe to our show on your favorite podcast network. 